I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority, that is, Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. Barb is an author. Barb Schlinker is a pilot. And Barb enjoys all that Colorado Springs and Colorado has to offer with her amazing team. Barb, always great to be talking with you. And many people do not know what is behind a a good credit rating. How can a buyer be in a better position to purchase a home by building up good credit? Well, Richard, it's interesting that a lot of people really don't understand what's behind a good credit score and how to attain it. And actually, um, the top three reasons that people would be denied an FHA loan, which actually that FHA standard to get a loan, I think the credit score only has to be 620. Sometimes I've seen people get loans with a credit score even lower than that, as low as 580. But the top three reasons why loans get turned down are that the credit score is too low, the borrower is carrying too much debt, or their income is insufficient. And so those are the number one reasons. And people don't know how to make their credit score look good. I mean, it's kind of a mysterious thing for people. And generally, lenders decide on whether or not a borrower can be approved for alone based on a lot of different factors. It has to do with how much debt you're carrying right now, how you've handled the debt, what your score is, how many credit inquiries there are. They will even dive deep and look into things like if you have any medical bills that are judgments, the the source of the income, how long you've been employed, like if you're part-time, it may not count or if you've been employed or switched into a different career, your income may not count. So they look at a lot of different factors to make a decision on whether or not you're approved for a loan. But in general, the rule of thumb is that they will qualify you based on between really 38 and 45% of your gross monthly income. That's before they take out taxes can be in the form of debt, and that includes your house payment. So right now, with the the way prices are, probably a typical house payment for maybe a four or $500,000 house could be $1,800 a month. And then the house payment also is factored in as well as any debt that you're carrying. Like if you have a car payment, if you have credit card payments, and the proposed homeowners association dues if the home you're thinking about buying has homeowner association dues. I've seen people before, Richard, that actually wanted to buy a house and come to find out they went and got that shiny new, you know, Dodge, what do they call those cars? The kind of muscle cars, like a Mustang. Yeah. 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 Challenger, all those muscle cars. The payments on those are like 1200 a month. Oh my gosh. And unfortunately you can't live in them. (laughs) Exactly. So people don't hesitate to, you know, take on the debt and and it's so easy to get a loan for a car, much easier than it is for a house. So if you need a car, maybe think twice about going down and getting a brand new car. Make sure if you have to make payments, the payments are very, very low. And credit cards are a whole nother thing. 
Credit card payments will impact your score. The amount of balance you carry on credit cards will impact your score. What I mean by that is let's say you have a, a credit card available balance of 10,000. If you max it out, it will drag your credit score down. But if you keep a low balance with that high availability, it'll help your score. So you have to be very, very careful. Now, what is a score? So it's called a FICO. That's an acronym for Fair Isaac Credit something. But basically, Fair Isaac are the two scientists back in the 50s that came up with this algorithm. And it's basically a math equation where they were able to use your debt, your income, all, this, all these factors, how long you've had credit, to be able to predict the borrower's ability to pay credit in the future. So what's the weird thing about the FICO score is if you don't carry any debt whatsoever, your score could go to zero. Don't worry about that. You can manually get it scored. And generally bad credit is from 300 to 620. Fair credit is from 620 to 680. Good credit is 680 to 730. And excellent is above 730. And it's so fun. I love, love hearing husbands and wives fight over who has the better credit score. Mine's 750. You know, I'm eight. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's very cute, but it doesn't really matter much. It basically, the lenders establish these benchmarks of where they're going to, where they're going to authorize a loan. And there are other factors too, how much money you're going to put down when you buy a house, all these other things, even things like child support could come into play. They look hard into your taxes. So if you owe the IRS money, you can, it's okay. You can still be on a payment plan to the IRS, but they will use that payment plan as part of your debt to income qualification. So how are these scores weighted? So essentially, Payment history is number one. So if you've been good about on-time payments, that's 35% of your score. The next biggest one is amount owed. And that's, that speaks to what I just spoke about. If you have 10,000 available on a credit card and you owe 99.99, that's gonna hurt your score and drag it down. Uh, the length that you've had credit and also any new credit affects your score. So you wanna be careful about taking on new credit, and then the types of credit used. So those are all the different factors when they actually score credit. You have some control over it. One of the things that you can keep under control is keep your available credit balances as low as possible. Apply for new credit very sparingly. And this is one thing a lot of people don't know, which is Keep old credit lines open. Don't close them because those will hurt your score. Richard? We're listening to Barb Schlinker. This is the Real Estate Voice. I'm Richard Randall, along with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're interested in selling your home, you want to give Barb Schlinker a call. The phone number is 719-301-3900. If you'd like to Google her, the spelling is S C H. 
L-I-N-K-E-R. And Barbara, I think you're right. I, I think this is a mystery to so many people. And there are little things like keeping your credit card open and just making sure that from time to time you buy something or you pay it off uh, right away. We're talking about how to qualify for a home by improving your credit. Uh, Barb, what are some of the other things that our listeners can do to improve their credit before they go out and start looking for a home? Well, I would definitely recommend that you check your credit monthly and especially before you start looking for a home. Nobody wants to find out from someone else, oh, sorry, you don't qualify. You can do many of these things on your own. Most of the credit card companies will give you a credit score. However, those are not the scores that the lenders use. So you want to order a copy of your credit report. You got to look for things. Sometimes there are surprises on your credit. I just talked to a home seller a few uh, weeks ago that was found the title company found a lien against their name and he didn't know anything about it. So you want to check for identity theft, make sure everything on the credit report actually actually is yours and make sure you can sign up for some of these credit monitoring services like LifeLock is a good one. We're, we're LifeLock and I use Experian as well. What I like about Experian is you can log in and just take a look at your report at any given time. And they will also give you a credit score and some advice on how you can improve your score. So that's a really nice service. I think it costs maybe less than $10 a month. But to me, it's worthwhile to keep an eye on it, make sure nobody's opening credit lines in my name. Also, if there are third-party collections going on that are paid off, the, the latest change to credit reporting is that they will not have a negative impact on your score. So you want to make sure if you are paid, used to that if you had like, I don't know, it could be a medical bill that went to collections, you paid it off right when you're trying to buy a house. Some people will pay it off and it will lower their score. So they did correct that with the credit reporting. Medical collections are now treated differently than other types of debt, which is also a good thing. And then this is the latest thing that was kind of shocking to me, that rental history can be factored into your credit score now. This is brand new. And one thing that really surprised me is that if you miss rental payments, it will not adversely affect your credit, according to Fannie, Freddie, FHA, which was shocking to me. Shocking so, to me. Yes. Yeah, so what's going on is some people quit making their rental payments and they're saving for a house. Is that ridiculous? <laughs> Boy, it doesn't make, I mean, it's so counterintuitive. Well, you know, you see, and this happened during the last meltdown. There were crazy things going on like that. But the fact that they could still buy a house, even though they're not making their rent payments is insane. If you have old credit lines that you're not using, like I think I have a JCPenney's card and they're no longer open, or if you have like uh, old credit cards that you've paid off and they're just kind of laying around, do not close them because they hurt your score. In fact, go out and use them for something you know inexpensive and then pay it off in, in a month. That will help your credit score. So keep on top of those. And there could be errors in your credit report. So if there are, when you look at your credit report, and you can actually get a copy of your credit report for free, but when you get it, make sure you look it over and make sure all these lines of credit are valid. And if there are errors, the only way to take care of them is to 
is to send a written snail mail letter directly to all three reporting agencies, which that information is available online, and tell them this is not mine. They have 30 days to review it and decide whether or not it's valid. So you want to make sure that if those are on there, that they uh, get taken away. Also, credit inquiries. They do affect your credit score, but not hugely. And if you happen to be shopping for like a mortgage, you're looking at different lenders and you do a bunch of applications over a short period of time, like you're trying this lender or that lender, it does not duplicate. In other words, there's only one credit report that gets counted and it doesn't happen again. And if you happen to be somebody that doesn't borrow money, it is possible your credit score went down to zero. It's okay. You can still borrow money for a home loan. It's just that the lenders will basically have to manually run a score for you. But those things can be resolved. So there's lots of ideas on where you can actually create credit too, like create a secured credit card. And what that means is you take $300 that you own, put it in a bank, and get a credit card based on $300, borrow against it and pay it back. But make sure you keep your balances below 30% of what your available credit is. That helps your score. Richard? Boy, this is great advice, Barb. I think for all of us, especially people who are going to be looking for homes, you're listening to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719 301 3900 a short break when we come back we'll be discussing the top seven home inspection traps to avoid when you're selling your home stay tuned for that 